Welcome to the Financially Intelligent Physicians Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. David Norris, and together we will be discussing what they didn't, or rather oftentimes, won't teach you in medical school or residency. Now, my mission and purpose is to help you develop the practice you desire through business education. And over the course of these podcasts, we're going to cover topics such as leadership, financial intelligence, patient satisfaction, process improvement, negotiations, and many more. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about leading during a crisis. Now, suffice it to say, the world, I think, is in a crisis right now. In, in America, our health systems are experiencing crisis. You know, leadership is critical for not only you, but your staff and patients. And to help you lead effectively, uh, I'm going to walk you through um, what I do uh, when I'm trying to navigate tricky waters. Now, strong leadership depends on clear decision-making skills. And one of the things that I lean on is my aviation training. Uh, I actually learned to fly an airplane in medical school and then continued up to uh, this day. It's something that I enjoy, but also it taught me uh, some valuable skills in resource management and processing credit uh, uh, crisis situations. Um, this methodology has helped me analyze situations and make better decisions, not only as I fly my plane, but as I work in the clinical setting in the operating room as well. So the first thing I do, number one, is to determine the situation. You know, I try to figure out what's going on. What is the current situation? What's happened? How bad is it? What are the risks we face as a result of the situation? In an airplane, it might be I just uh, lost an engine or my radio stopped working and I can't con talk to anybody. In the clinical setting, it might be the patient suddenly became hypotensive, uh, and I don't really recognize quite yet why. Or, you know, their peak airway pressures have become elevated and it's becoming challenging to oxygenate or ventilate the patient. You know, the first thing we want to do is determine what's the situation, what's going on. Now, once we do that, we step on and we go to step two, which is understanding the risks and hazards. It's essential to understand the difference between a hazard and a risk. Hazards are real, perceived, or pending conditions, events, or circumstances that might not go so well. Being unable to intubate a very large patient while inducing an anesthetic is a genuine hazard. Now, risk is something different. It's the potential probability of the hazard and its effects if the hazard occurs. Okay, uh, as we grow in our clinical careers, um, our perceptions of hazards kind of change, uh, also with newer technologies and tools. Uh, knowledge and experience is going to help you change your definition of hazards um, as you gain more experience. Same thing in business um, and as a leader. Newly minted med students and leaders might see hazards everywhere. However, with experience and expertise, those hazards although real, might not amount to much risk. So again, hazards are real, and risks are the potentiality or the probability that those hazards will actually occur. After we've done that, we go on to step three, which is take action promptly, but don't rush haphazardly. Speedy action is needed after you've determined the situation, but a rash action taken in haste might do more harm than good. And there are three parts required to take action promptly. There's controlled thinking, situational awareness, and experience and knowledge. So with controlled thinking, 
um, you know, th this is uh, this is easier in times of low stress um, to think clearly. But when we're in a highly stressful situation, you know, physiologically, it becomes harder for us uh, to have controlled thinking. That's why we train. And with training, we can adequately react with proper pattern recognition. In times of less stress, you know, we can actually re use rules and knowledge to help us guide our thinking. Um, but as a leader, um, you are going to want to be able to react um, because you've trained yourself to deal with certain stressful situations. And you're going to have to practice and prepare daily for that. Now, situational awareness is where we must, uh, we must perceive our environment in this situation, understand it, and then begin to think ahead. You know, situational awareness is what moves us from planned action to anticipated results. And then that brings us to experience and knowledge. Sometimes as a leader, you will be in situations where you've never had experience before, such as uh, maybe the current crisis you're facing. To lead during these times, you're going to want to draw upon your experience and knowledge of crises in the past. You know, and it's, it's hard to train for some events such as this, but you can still be an excellent leader by applying your expertise and experience and all the knowledge you've already gained. The number four uh, in, in the uh, method is to work the manage expectations. So as you lead, you will want to help those you lead form and manage their expectations. Always tell the truth and be honest about the severity of the situation in terms of how long it might last, where the probable outcomes are going to be. Don't sugarcoat it, but also don't falsely elevate their hopes either. Um, you know, you want to share your objective views and don't be afraid to share your personal feelings, but reinforce uh, what you believe is going to happen. And then five is maintain control over your emotions. Leaders, obviously, since we're all human, we have emotions, but we need to control them. Um, good leaders uh, do not allow their emotions to control them. And it's okay to feel fury, worry, or doubt. And if you didn't, you're probably really not human, to be honest. However, as a leader... Uh, you control these uh, emotions and uh, temper their effect on your thinking. Remember, fear is contagious. Your people will pick it up. So if you show fear, those who you are leading uh, may begin to pick up on your fear and begin to fear that, feel that fear too. So stay positive, but remain realistic. And then number six is to stay open to changing course. As the situation evolves, recognize the need for new decisions. And this is where excellent situational awareness skills come into play. Always go back and see if your planned actions are yielding expected results. If they don't, reassess and change plans if needed. And then finally, keep number seven is keep a growth mindset. You know, mindset is how we think and feel about a person, place, or situation. It can be positive or negative. It can be grow, a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. In times of crisis, it's easy for the, six, the fixed mindset to creep up, but a growth mindset is really what's needed to innovate and find those undiscovered solutions in a crisis. And a, and a growth mindset is going to help you hold uh, uh, the course and beat the crisis and come out the other side with newfound knowledge and be better for it. So remember, how you view things is how you do things. So be cognizant of your mindset when you're leading in a crisis. 
I expect a significant number of leaders uh, will probably uh, be identified as we navigate these, these hectic waters. And it's easy to lead when the seas are smooth, but great sailors will get you to their destination when the seas are rough. Apply the information I've talked about uh, in this podcast, and you'll be able to guide your team through these rough waters. The important teaching point of today's podcast is this. Be methodical in your approach to leading in a crisis. It'll help you stay calm and make the best decisions. I'm very happy you've decided to invest in yourself. It honestly is the best decision you're, uh, and investment you're ever going to make. Thanks for listening. And if you're enjoying these podcasts, please share them with your friends and colleagues. And be sure to check out my books at Barnes & Noble and Amazon, as well as my online courses at my website at www.davidnorrismdmba.com. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time.